Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Now, two losses in a row for the Utah Jazz. Tonight, they lose to Cole Anthony, Wendell Carter, and the Orlando Magic. Let's talk about it. It's the Hoops Nerd Show. All right. So, not a good night for the Utah Jazz. I mean, there this could have been I mean, you could see this coming. It was the third game in four nights for the Jazz. Back end of a back-to-back, the last game of a road trip. Uh, they weren't playing Mike Conley. I don't know exactly what I expected to happen, but maybe a little more than what we did see tonight. Uh, let's talk about the Orlando Magic first. And really, the story of this game for the Orlando Magic was really two players. Uh, one is Cole Anthony. And I've actually, you know, I've been excited to watch Jalen Suggs. So I've watched, I've watched like two or three Orlando Magic games. They're a fun team. I've been really kind of happily surprised with how good Mo Bamba has been in just the fact that he's been getting regular minutes. He looked really nice tonight, and he's looked nice all season. Wendell Carter in the games I've watched tonight was absolutely the best he's played. Uh, He had a monster night tonight. Wendell Carter scored 22, had 15 rebounds, 6 assists. He was 4 for 7 from 3. I mean, the uh, between him and Mobamba, Mobamba was one for two. So between the two, they were five for nine from three. That back, that front court is is pretty fun. And this Orlando Magic team has made some nice moves and has set themselves up for the future pretty nicely. I I mean, honestly, if you're an Orlando Magic fan, this might be the most fun team and the most excited you've probably had for the Orlando Magic in a long time because it's been. It's been a team that's always been kind of middle of the road in the Eastern Conference. They've always been just kind of good, occasionally make the playoffs, occasionally or the back end of the lottery or, you know, just missing out on that best guy because they're not quite bad enough, but they're not quite good enough to make the playoffs. It's been rough for Magic fans, and so I'm happy for them. I've been wanting to see Jalen Suggs, who tonight didn't look great. He's actually been a little underwhelming this season, although he's had his moments. And things I've seen from him make me think that he's going to be fine uh tonight Jalen Suggs had five assists he was just three for ten from the field really didn't impact the game that much um I would like to see him impact the game more I mean he just seems like he's really kind of taken the back seat to Cole Anthony but on games like tonight there might be a reason because Cole Anthony was amazing tonight uh 13 for 20 from the field five for ten from three he had 33 points was a plus 14 he was um, unbelievable like unbelievable Cole Anthony absolutely just took it to the jazz. Uh, and you just got to give him credit. I mean, especially at the end, the jazz, it was a close game and Cole Anthony just took the game over, you know? Uh, let's see, Kenny, I missed the whole game. What the F happened? Yeah. Uh, Cole Anthony and Wendell Carter jr. Happened. Holy cow. Uh, Furby jr. What up nerd? What a depressing loss. Yes. Very depressing. This is really a game. The jazz should have won. You know, and we'll talk about the Jazz a little bit. But we got to give the Orlando Magic fans their due, right? I mean, they were really good. And this is a team that has some nice pieces. I I forgot that they have Gary Harris. 
And him coming off the bench, played 31 minutes. Nice player. Good defender. Does really nice things when he's on the floor. Terrence Ross. Uh, tonight, he didn't shoot the ball well, but a nice sixth man type player. You know, there's nice pieces on this team. And so, you know, they get Franz Wagner, who I really like, and he's looked awesome this year in, in moments. Uh, tonight looked pretty solid. Ten points with four assists, four rebounds. Uh, you know, and if Jalen Suggs can figure things out, the problem for this Magic team is they might get too good. You know, you know, you might be a Magic team that misses out on another top five pick because, you know, Cole Anthony's really good. So that's the interesting thing for the Magic as they go on is, uh, I mean, I guess you just kind of go behind these guys and develop. It would be nice if you could get one more core piece. I don't know what they're going to do because they're they're going to win some games this year. You know, they beat the Jazz tonight, and I know the Jazz were tired and and whatnot, but there's talent on this on this Orlando Magic team. Um, let's talk about the Utah Jazz. Uh, this was the like we said, third game in four nights, final game of the road trip. Uh, no Mike Conley. You could have seen this one coming a mile away. There are some things that are, are a little frustrating to me, and we've talked about this multiple times, but, you know, we've got to start talking a little bit about Jordan Clarkson, and the Jazz have a little bit of a problem right now that I think they've kind of um, dug themselves into a corner a little bit because on Twitter we say things, we see the quotes from the Atlanta game, and by the way, if you go watch that Atlanta game, they missed a lot of shots. And Orlando or Atlanta has just not played very well this season. They just haven't. So you look at this this three-game road trip for the Jazz. They beat an Atlanta Hawks team uh who you know isn't playing very well. I mean, you got to give credit cuz Jordan Clarkson had a really nice quarter and a half in that game. Uh they lose to the Miami Heat who absolutely bullied them. And they did come back at the end, for, but for the most part, the Heat just kind of dominated the Jazz. And then they lose to the 2-8 and eight Orlando Magic. And so, you know, this this season, the Jazz are trying to figure out who they are and how good they can be and what they are, uh, what they might need to do at trade deadline so that they can, you know, supposedly go to the finals. Uh, I don't know if you answered a lot of questions. You might be answering a lot of questions in the negative, you know. Uh Jordan Clarkson has not been playing well this year. Uh, two for 13 from the field tonight. Two for 11 from three. And honestly, there's a quote that has me worried. You know, so we have Quinn Snyder saying, I'm never going to pull Jordan Clarkson for shooting bad because I believe in him. Well, I think Quinn Snyder should think about pulling Jordan Clarkson a little bit for shooting poorly because it's hurting the Utah Jazz. If the, if the goal is to win games, uh, they need to think about what they're doing in terms of who's playing on the floor. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, right now, this season, I believe this is updated as of post this game, uh, three-point percentage is 21%. Jordan Clarkson's shooting 21% from three right now. Uh, that's just, that's really, that hurts your team. You know, we can talk all we want about Russell Westbrook and the LOL Lakers and all this stuff. Jordan Clarkson's shooting the Jazz out of basketball games. Like, he shot him out of this game tonight. He just absolutely did. And I know that Jordan Clarkson ha will likely turn it around and will play better. But right now, he's not. And he is just allowed to shoot the ball like this. And it's a problem. It just is. You, you have a hard time winning when a player on your team gets as much 
uh, usage as he does and shoots it at that percentage and is not really making anyone better, nor is he an A-plus defender. So, you know, he had a block tonight, but Jordan Clarkson is not like a high-level, you know, defender. If he was, it would be different, you know? It's different when you've got someone like Marcus Smart who will shoot like occasionally like one for seven from three, but is a first-team All-NBA defender, you know? It's just different. When you have a guy like Jordan Clarkson whose job is to score and to give you, you know, quick buckets and and put up big points in, in a short amount of time and he shoots like this, it's tough. So I don't know what the solution is, but I think Quinn needs to start deciding who he believes in a little bit better or start changing his belief system on who should be on the floor because it's bad. The other one that is just a problem right now is Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles played 34 minutes tonight. He was two for nine from the field, one for seven from three. He did have six assists, but in this offense, if you just move the ball, you're going to get some assists if you're on the floor for 34 minutes, all right? If you're just constantly push, push, moving the ball to Donovan Mitchell and Jordan Clarkson and everyone else shooting the ball, Boyan Bogdanovich, you're going to get some assists. The issue is that Joe Ingles looks like he's out of shape to me. Like, he looks like he can't guard anyone because he's out of shape. And Quinn Snyder is playing Joe Ingles, who should not be playing this game, if we're being honest. Third game in four nights, and you have Joe Ingles playing 34 mi four minutes, and he's looked tired the last five games. Like, what did we expect to happen tonight? <laughs> you know, are we trying to lose this game? Are the Jazz trying to get, like, the third or fourth seed so they get a better draft pick? I don't know. But you could have predicted what would have happened tonight. And, you know, I chose this picture right here. This was the end of the game. You have on one side, Boyan Bogdanovich. On the other, you have Joe Ingles, who are getting torched. Is this triggering anyone else from game six last year? It's triggering me because this game came down to the wire and Quinn Snyder played the guys that he apparently believes or trusts the most to help pull out a win. And this happened. And this is the stuff we saw last year in the playoffs. I personally am very nervous and very worried, guys. You know, I'm nervous. If the Jazz don't make any moves at trade deadline, this is kind of what to expect when things go wrong. And we've seen against the Denver Nuggets, Joe Ingles, Quinn Snyder had Joe Ingles one-on-one -on -one guarding uh jamal murray we saw how that worked out uh last year in the against the clippers played seven guys in game six we saw how that worked out tonight this so i'm worried and sometimes you know you can't just blame quinn for everything but he's the guy who chooses who's on the floor and you know at a certain point i can't keep blaming you know or blaming the front office dennis Lindsay got fired guys dennis Lindsay got fired he is gone there is no excuse now that you can't you don't have the players you know and if you're like still stuck in a mindset of playing jordan clarkson to prove some sort of point to dennis Lindsay, well guess what dennis Lindsay doesn't care anymore he's uh on a beach somewhere watching baylor all right, so uh, an adjustment needs to be made. And the thing that's frustrating to me is on a game like this where you probably lose anyway, 
Why not rest some guys? Why not rest Joe Ingles and play Jared Butler? Another DMP for Jared Butler. So it's very clear that him developing is not something that Quinn Snyder is interested in, which I guess is fine. If the goal is just win games, he's going with Trent Forrest. Trent Forrest was like fine tonight. Uh, Trent Forrest tonight, 0 for 1, uh, 2 steals, 1 assist. He played 15 minutes. Uh, so that's two points, two steals, and an assist, and a rebound. You know, that's that's fine. He's just playing, uh, he like the, and we've talked about this. Like, I'm not anti-Trent Forrest. I think Trent Forrest is a nice, is a nice kind of backup guard. But when you've got someone like Jared Butler, Butler with that type of upside and the things we've seen that he can do, I would much rather see him on the floor, especially against the Orlando Magic team. Why not just throw the towel in with this one? If it's the third game in four nights. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, the Jazz lost anyway, you know? So why not just play Jared Butler? Why not just play Trent Forrest? Why not give some run to some other guys so that, you know, guys can get rest or whatever? So you're not just exhausting these guys. Unless someone like Ingles is trying to play his way into shape, which is a whole other set of just, like, bad, not good things, you know? Like the, the nice thing with Joe Ingles is at the very least, he's shooting a high percentage from three tonight was not the case, but for the season, he's shooting like 47, 48%. Uh, let's just look it up right now real quick, just because why not? Uh, but he's having a good shooting season. One of his better shooting seasons so far, actually, uh, for the season, Joe Ingles field goal percentage, 46, three point percentage, 44. So it actually dropped to 44. It was at like 48, 49 when this game started. So one for seven from three, will do that. I actually think that Joe Ingles in a lot of ways needs to go back to the way he played when he first joined the jazz, where he was kind of purely a corner three shooter, secondary playmaker. So he would shoot the corner three. And if the corner three wasn't there, then he'd do kind of a quick secondary, you know, play thing where Quinn Snyder now has him starting. If Mike Conley doesn't play, having, having major parts of the offense run through him. And the problem is, is that he's, He's, he's either too slow or he's too tired or he's out of shape or whatever it is. Like, go watch the game again. He is just like doing, he is not driving to the rim on multiple possessions. And he's just kind of a quick little pocket pass to Rudy. And Rudy's getting it like free throw line extended, expecting, expecting to drive to the rim. And it's not working out. Uh, so, not ideal. It's not ideal. And 
I think that's what's frustrating to me is we're not seeing players like Joe Jared Butler get minutes, yet someone like Joe Ingles can be out there. He got backdoored multiple times. He got blown by multiple times. Uh, multiple turnovers tonight that were killer. Uh, Joe Ingles, two turnovers tonight. Uh, and he's just on the floor, and I just wonder what is the goal, you know? If the goal is to win the game, it didn't work. And I guess hindsight is twenty twenty, but it didn't work. So we're just here to talk about what we can do better next game. And I would argue that the Jazz need to develop their young playmaking guard and Jared Butler so that they can rest Joe Ingles here and there, you know? Because honestly, how much... I mean, the thing is, is the Jazz lost. So there's no argument that you're trying to win a game. You lost the game. So it doesn't matter. You could have played... Uh, some of these other guys and got some um, at least rest for your other players and some development for Jared Butler, you know, because honestly he needs time to figure out this offense and it would be nice if he actually got, you know, who believes in Jared Butler? I know Quinn Snyder believes in, in Jordan Clarkson. And I guess that means right now he doesn't believe in, in uh, Jared Butler, apparently. Um, there were some bright spots to this. Uh, Royce O'Neal is doing fantastic. Like Royce O'Neal is quietly having an incredible season. He is one of the best role players in the NBA right now. Three and D wing, but he is doing more than just three and D. He is driving to the hoop. He has been great in transition. Like his confidence this year is what makes me super excited and super happy. When he's getting the ball, he has that line drive, driving that just ability to drive to the hoop and get a bucket, and it's fantastic. He is strong. And when he's getting an open three, he's taking it. And it's fantastic. You remember last year, uh, there were times where he would like pump fake. DNTF jump shooter, welcome to the channel, baby. Welcome to rookie DNTF jump shooter. We got a rookie with potential. A guy like Jared Butler who needs more minutes. DN jump shooter, thanks. Thank you for joining the channel, my friend. DNTF, do not F with jump shooter. We'll just say that. Uh, anyways. Uh, we've got, uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, Royce O'Neal. He is playing with confidence that makes me super excited, super happy. He is hitting the, he's like, Scott, like he had 14 points tonight, something like that. And he had like 14, 15 points last game. He is hitting threes. He's getting free throws. I mean, he's doing everything you want. Tonight, Royce O'Neal, five for six from the field, two for three from three, uh, seven rebounds, two assists, three steals. Fantastic. Awesome, awesome stuff from Royce O'Neal. Absolutely great. Uh, the other bright spot, Eric Pascal is turning into one of my favorite players. Uh, do not foul the jump shooter. There we go, DNTF. Do not foul. I love it. I love it. Don't foul the jump shooter. It's good good policy, good name there. Uh, Eric Pascal is every single game, he has one dunk that blows my mind. Once a game, he has just impressive athleticism. He goes up and he just tears the rim down and it's amazing. So I'm a big fan of uh big fan of Eric Pascal. His defense is fantastic. He can dribble drive to the hoop. If the guy can figure out a consistent three point shot, he is a gem. <laughs> there is so much to like about this guy. And when you have him guarding on the perimeter and and doing what he does and switching and then on offense he's like physical athletic drives to the hoop uh rebounds he's like he hustles often i mean there's just 
what's not to love about Eric Pascal? I love it. And he is like, you can tell that guy is strong. You know, I want a jazz team filled with strong guys. And that's why having someone like Eric Pascal and Royce O'Neal on the floor is fantastic. Pascal should have played more tonight. In a jazz loss, Pascal was a positive, plus two, which was the highest for the team. So that's fantastic. Uh, uh, let's see. Rudy Gobert had a bounce back night tonight uh, again. Although the the one thing about the Orlando Magic bigs, as as talented as they are, I don't know how effective defensively they are yet. Um, like for example, like Mo Bamba can defend the rim, but is he an elite defender yet? I don't know. I don't know. But he did some nice things. But Rudy Gobert just shows how good he is. Rudy Gobert tonight had a pretty monster line. Rudy Gobert seven for nine, uh, fifteen rebounds, twenty one points. Three steals, four blocks. I mean, that's monster stuff. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, the shot wasn't falling. And that could have been um, tired legs. 21 points. He was 8 for 24 from the field. 2 for 12 from 3. Uh, he did have 7 assists and 7 rebounds. Like, the playmaking from Mitchell is what I'm excited about. When when the shot isn't falling, the playmaking and the defense is there. Uh, let's just, just out of curiosity. Uh, zero steals, and that stinks because he was getting close to that two steals per game mark. Um, guys, that's pretty much everything tonight. It's kind of a disappointing loss in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, you'd like to see the Jazz develop some guys if they're going to lose one like this. Uh, so to like go all out and really play, you know, their best guys and then lose is disappointing. You know, Boyan Bogdanovich, four for 13, one for five from three, uh, four rebounds, one assist, pretty underwhelming. Uh, Steve Lorscher, welcome to the channel, my man. Let's see. There we go. Welcome to Rookie, Steve. Welcome to Rookie. Another rookie with potential, my man. Steve Lorscher. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. If I'm not, let me know. Uh, but anyways, welcome to the channel, my friend. I appreciate it. Uh, anyways, uh, disappointing night. It's per and you know, you know, Quinn Snyder would probably tell me how stupid I am, and and the front office would probably be annoyed with some of the things I I'm talking about, but I promise you that there are people in the front office that would like to see some of these other guys get some minutes and get some time. I, I really truly feel like developing Jared Butler is a nice key to winning this season. I, you know, I don't know what the jazz do. I, I can't remember what his name is on Twitter. He, he's a good follow. Sometimes we argue, but I argue with everybody. Uh, but he mentioned, uh, I wish I could remember off the top of my head. Anyway, sorry, my friend if you're listening, but mentioned that, you know, the jazz kind of have a Jordan Clarkson problem because he's an important part of the locker room, but he's hurting him on the floor. And what do you do? Can you trade that guy? I don't know. And you have a Joe Ingles, same thing. Locker room guy hurting you on the floor right now. Uh, you know, Boyan Bogdanovich has played pretty well these last few games though. Tonight you give a, you, I give him a little pass because it's a, Back-to-back, -back, third game in four nights, and he wasn't too bad. Uh, but it would be nice to see that shot being more consistent. Uh, anyways, guys, that's really all we've got tonight. Uh, the Jazz three-point shooting is just in the dumpster, but I kind of hate the kind of blaming three-point shooting because, let's be honest, the entire league is struggling with their three-point shooting with the new ball. Like, everyone's figured it out, or figuring it out, you know? All right, so before we go... Let's give a shout out to our all-stars. These are the guys that make the difference for me, make the difference for their channel, make the difference for the team. These are 
the All-Stars. Let's see. Let's pull this up. All right. Oh, we got a new one. A new one. Jordan Beckerall. Are you on the channel right now, Jordan? Jordan, are you on the channel right now? Let's see. I don't see him. Probably not on a loss. We got to come up with a, a, a name for Jordan Beckerall, and I've already got an idea. Could it be 23 Jordan Beckerall? Jordan Beckerall the goat? Ooh. We might have to say the goat Jordan Beckerall because, we, as we all know, the Hoops Nerd channel is a pro-Jordan channel in terms of who is the greatest of all time. It is his heirness, Michael Jordan. And we are blessed to have a Jordan on our team, as anyone would be. Jordan Beckerall, uh, the GOAT. That's what it's going to be. Jordan, are you on the channel? He must not be. Otherwise, he'd have commented by now. All right. The GOAT, Jordan Beckerall. Here we go. Let's give a shout-out to our All-Stars. The GOAT, Jordan Beckerall. The legend, Ryan Ryan Perry, the legend, Baby Elliot Madsen, Joshua Hansen, the Danish Destroyer, and one, Anton Warren, Ezekiel Ricebe, the man from down under, JT Buckets Wardell, Austin R. Grant, editor extraordinaire, Eric C., the C stands for champion, Donald Schooley, schooling all of us, DW to CB, Darren Williams to Carlos Boozer, Jorge Arizaga, mi amigo de abajo, Lee Christensen driving the lane, just in time, Justin Ty H., Patrick Akubo, the connoisseur, Robert Hall of Fame, and DW Jazz going all the way. Joshua Hansen, Hansen in the house. Shout out to the Hansons, baby. A Hansen stands for, for handsome. Um. Oh, hey, Joshua Hansen, five bucks, my friend. I appreciate it. I really do. You guys make this channel awesome. You make it fun. Third game in four nights, I'm not going to lie. I'm tired. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure the Jazz are more tired than me. That's why sometimes you need to sub in a Jared Butler. You need like a Joshua Hansen that can come in and provide a boost or a bump or like the GOAT, Jordan Beckroll, our, our newest, nudist, our newest, our newest, just falling off the rails, our newest all-star. So it's great. Uh, Jordan Thank you for joining Joshua Hansen. Thank you so much for the donations. I appreciate it. You guys don't have to do that, but I always appreciate it. It's amazing. Guys, if you haven't already, like and subscribe to the channel. If you want, you can be like Jordan and join or like Kurt or or DNTF or not Kurt, Steve Lorscher. You can join like those guys and I appreciate it. It's great. And you know what helps? Click that little bell. You'll know when we go live. It'll be great. And I'm going to try. I've been trying. I want to get these other. Uh, I want to get these other videos done. But when you've got three games and four nights and you're running SLC Dunk, it's hard. By the way, if you're on the SLC Dunk podcast, please give a rate and review. I would appreciate it. And whatever your podcast form or whatever you listen to, that'd be great. Guys, like and subscribe. This was fun. Everyone hit the showers. Get some rest. The Jazz need to come back and do it as well. I will talk to you next time.